Hello, humans of Earth. Welcome to Technically, where me and some two other guys, uh, we just talk about anything tech-related in Zimbabwe. And the other two anonymous aliens are Ed. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that anonymous, but I may be an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Valentine. It almost sounds like Darth Vader. Sorry, I... That's why I was like, you know, a bit uneasy saying it. Or Voldemort even. Uh, nah, I'll, I'll take Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader is cool. Uh, yeah. And today we're talking about, you guessed it right, space. It's a space-themed podcast today. Uh, no, I'm joking. But we should do that uh, one of these days, actually. Um, just go on a tangent about space. But no, coming back home. Uh, we're talking about something that's kind of space related, but internet, um, you don't really see it, but you use it every day, particularly uh, bundles. So mobile data bundles. So how much are they? What do you prefer? Um, and um, yeah, is there value in this one or that one? So I guess we'll start um, alphabetically. Yes, Ed, you go first. Uh, which mobile data uh, do you prefer and why? <laughs> So, so it's an interesting one. The other day I was complaining about, I think it was Econet. And yeah, someone had told one was like, hey, you're always complaining about these service providers. So now I don't know. Maybe I don't have a best one. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so, so, so yeah, uh, my, I think for data, my provider of choice, my mobile provider of choice is NetOne. It used to be the cheapest one because like when I moved over to NetOne, they had started their one fusion thing and it was super good value. I mean, really good value at the time. So I was like, ah, it's, a, it's a no brainer. I'm going to be using uh, NetOne. And from then on, for, a lo for the longest time, it was just the cheapest at everything. Um, up until quite recently when I decided to buy a high volume content bundle. I think it was OneFi. And then I noticed that uh, 50 gigs of OneFi was more expensive than 50 gigs of private Wi-Fi bundles. So uh, Econet private Wi-Fi bundles. So now I don't know, uh, but the line that's in my phone right now is a net one line. Ah, so for you, you prefer, you prefer net one. I guess that would yeah. be what you say. Um, for me, so alphabetical order, Valentine. <laughs> it's alright. Don't, don't even. It. It's alright. Right. <laughs> yeah. Forget it, man. <laughs> I heard you unmute your mic, and I was like, "This guy, no alphabetical order." Um, so back to what I was saying. Um, so for me, I've pretty much used Econet for the longest. Um, up until, I don't know how I ended up getting a net online, but then I ended up getting a net online, did the whole number matching thing with my Econet. And now I'm on the stance of I prefer net one. Um, I, it's not cheaper right now, like what Ed said, uh, but for some reason, I now just default to, to, to net one. It feels like it's a better deal, even though I haven't like done the hardcore comparison between the two. Um, but yeah, so I use NetOne. Coverage for me has been okay. Uh, what if I go, NetOne just seems to work. Um, or not that I go anywhere else. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Valentine, since you're so anxious to speak, 
what is your preferred option and why? Well, first of all, I wasn't anxious to speak. It's supposed to go alphabetical order with the host last, but it's fine. Uh, it's by conventional rules. So I'll just say, uh, for me, I use both um, because I had to separate out my work line from my personal line. So um, yeah, they're both. The only thing that I use in my uh, Econet line is uh, the, the WhatsApp bundle in the event that I go out or um, yeah, as a backup. So people people know that I'm still there. But on price, on why I use Net1 predominantly is because coverage, I guess. It's a lot more consistent in my experience than Econet. So yeah, it's pretty much rely on them. And I, I jumped onto Net1 simply because of the One Fusion bundle, which I don't use anymore. But I found that it was a good deal uh, way back when, before I had uh, Wi-Fi. So when I got Wi-Fi, I never really saw the need of getting the One Fusion bundle, but I just continued using that uh, one. And it's it's good, especially if the, uh, for example, when I go to the farm, I can still communicate with people relatively okay. There's obviously spots with better internet, but wherever I am, it's pretty much better than Econet, because Econet sometimes is just, it's, it's a nightmare. Like there's a one tree, in the middle of the field where you will get <laughs> Econet coverage, but everywhere else you're pretty much okay if with one on net one. Uh, it reminds me of that tour and ad where you have someone like climbing a tree to get a signal to call. Uh, <laughs> um, but oh, cool. Uh, so it looks like net one so far is um, the favorite um, child in this particular. Um, instance. So like what what would we say are the differences between um, Net1, Telesol and Econet in terms of uh, mobile data, mobile data bundles uh, from, from your experiences? Uh, I think I'll start with, with Econet and say the one on mobile data, I think the, the biggest one now since it's COVID is uh, private Wi-Fi bundles, MiFi bundles, whatnot, probably the biggest like uh, thing because everybody wants to, not everybody will have um, you know, the disposable income to get a whole Wi-Fi connection set up. Luckily, where I moved in, there was already one day, so it was just a case of me changing the the, the, the ownership of the modem, so of this whole uh, modem, so that was fine. But if I, if I wasn't in that situation, I'd be seriously looking at private uh, bundles. And looking at them, I would say Econet has a better, okay, Telesol has the best, has the best spread. But I've I've never I haven't used Telesol, so I'm speaking from a Econet Net One subscriber uh, kind of position. So I'll say Econet has the better spread um, because it starts as low as eight gig, uh, which is great, and nine hundred sixty for eight gig, which is awesome, and then goes as high as fifty, uh, where Net One starts at twenty five. So Net One's that goes like, as high as eighty. As eighty, yeah. So again, it's kind of like why don't you flesh out from like five gig all the way up to to, to 80 because not everybody oh. want not everybody's a heavy user user sorry and they want to get like a 25 gig um uh bundle to start off with which is 2500 if i'm not mistaken so it's not a good enough spread the 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 a network that has the best spread that i haven't used is telesol telesol starts from 5 gig all the way to 75. so for a, if you're a low user you can get the 5 gig and then you can get the 10 gig and 20 and then 50 and then 75. So it's like staggered really nicely across the the the, the data line. So it's pretty cool that they, they they actually thought of spreading it out like that, even though Telesol is kind of ailing as a, as a, 
is a mobile uh, network operator compared to the other two. Uh, so if you're looking to just on spread alone on variety of package and affordability wherever you want or for whatever kind of user you are, it'll be, you have to be Telesol first since they start as low as five and end as high as 75. And then Econet will be second with eight gig to 50. And then net one again, slacking, starting from 25 gig to 80, which, yeah. And the and, <laughs> and net one's the most expensive out of the three. Yeah, the so this I was about to get into. Uh, so it looks like Telesol is the cheapest. Um, so using, for example, the 50 gig one, mm. which is the common across the three, you've got Telesol at 3,250 and then Econet at 3,520. And then net one then comes and they're like, oh, actually 4,500 um, for 50 gigs. You're almost paying a K more than you would on Econet or Telesol for the same amount of gig. Yep. And I don't, I don't know how that's justified because the other two are pretty much the same. Um, the service isn't any different. So again, don't really see the need for to start off at such a high price. Um, so yeah, if, if you're looking for a private Wi-Fi bundle and you're price conscious, uh, Ethernet or Telesol. I'm not sure about Telesol um, coverage though. Because like I said, I've never been a Telesol user. If if, it, if if I had, it's been in the early days of, of, cell, of cell phones. So I don't know. So so yeah, so that's a big thing here in terms of coverage. So I personally, um, this side, more pleasant heights, Telesol is like, it's it's you can get a signal, but yeah, you have to <laughs> be that guy who was either going on top of the roof and looking for where the Telesol signal is. So, so that's like um, a major factor. And I know other people who... Like this one guy tells me that um, whenever electricity goes in his area, right, um, net one stops working for some reason, um, and then he has to switch to to another to another provider to to get um, internet. Um, same thing also happens. Uh, went to a friend's house in Hillside, um, Harare, and same thing was happening. Ethernet not working. I don't know why. Um, but net one working fine. So it seems like it's one of those, you might end up having to have both lines um, or dare I say it, all three, uh, just so that whichever one ends up working at that time is the one that you go with. Don't really see the need of having all three. I think for experimentation's sake, sure. Like I, I, I've always wanted to get a telescope line. I think I'm gonna make it one of the things I get this year. Just to see, Why? The, just for the experience, just to see if it's good or not. Like it, it, we could be sleeping on a real gem here. Like, you know, we could all just be using net one and Econet simply because of, you know, bias, because they're the most visible in the, in the public eye. So even their prices seem reasonable enough. I mean, you know, it's the prices don't really change that much. So I feel like they're worth a shot, I guess. Ed, will you get a Tesla mm. Live? Oh, me? Yeah, oh, yeah, like sold on net one. They're like, um, no, there's no reason so, for <laughs> So, So that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a lot of what you said, eh? Um, in, terms of, in terms of coverage, coverage is always very, um, it's, it's not consistent throughout, uh, throughout the whole area. So, for example, when I was still living in Mount Pleasant, Telesol was completely dead at the place where I used to live. So my sister at the time was using Telesel and she just had no network. So couldn't call, couldn't SMS, 
blank, like she's on airplane mode, but she roams around and network comes back. So uh, it, it wasn't reliable at that point. And then when, and then where I am at right now, uh, in terms of network, I have a more consistent uh, connection on my net one than on my Econet. So it's area dependent. In some areas, a preferred service, mobile service provider might not really cut it when it comes to network availability, but yeah, they will, uh, another service provider will be there. Um, but the, the thing that I would look at most is, I think what I would say price to performance. So, so like what I noticed with, uh, with Econet, uh, back then when we used to do a lot of live streaming, uh, I used to use Econet a lot and buy those uh, gig, I think it was in a gig an hour bundle and they would work flawlessly. But then while this other day that I just tried using it, it just didn't work. It didn't live stream. It was not really giving me the bandwidth that I needed to give a consistent live stream, regardless of it like uh, being locked on LTE with all bars, uh, with all bars showing, all signal bars showing. And I think I tried it twice and then I just gave up on it and moved on to NetOne because uh, NetOne's uh, Net internet at that point was capable of giving me a consistent stream compared to Econet. So that was the tricky bit now. The, the service is there, the, the network is there, but apparently the performance is just not at par. And speaking from a point where I have used a bunch of internet solutions that were affordable but didn't perform, it makes me kind of run away from Telesel because their LTE coverage is massively poor. It's, it's really poor. And for the stuff that I need internet for, I wouldn't choose it even if it was working because I don't think it will be able to handle the type of workload that I'll be that I'll be demanding from it. So I, I, if I were to choose, I would still like net one looks like the most expensive one there, but I would still stick with it because at least I'm paying for a service that satisfies me. I am getting, uh, I'm getting the speeds and the uptime and the network coverage that I need. Cause like um, even when I'm traveling in some routes, I actually saw that Net one had a more consistent network coverage compared to Econet. So it's one of those things whereby uh, I'm more of, hey, if the network performs to the level that I want, I don't mind paying a bit extra bucks rather than settling for something just because it's cheap and uh, suffering throughout the process of you know, using it. So yeah, if I were to rank them, I would say uh, net one is my mobile network operator of choice, then Econet, then Telesel. Mm. So for you, um, performance and coverage is a top priority than value in terms of the dollar cents. Huh. Oh yeah. It doesn't it doesn't just boil down to the dollars. It's it's a bunch of things that contribute. 
to the choice. And Valentine is, no, I actually want to see how the other land is like. Yeah, I, I think it's, 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 it's good to have like um, a user experience over all three. This is why like, I'm, I'm speaking only as an Econet One subscriber. To get it, tell us as well, might be instructive for the area that I'm living in. So Greencroft is, I don't, I, I haven't used it here, so I wouldn't know. It could actually be the solution for me because their prices are much more reasonable. Um, if ever I want to use their private Wi-Fi bundles, they've got a nice spread. Even their data packages are not that far off the others. I think it's probably slightly a little better than the others. So, you know, why not? I'll give it a shot. See, see how it does. Um, Again, you know, for anyone listening, it's it's going to be a case of which one should I use and why. And the bias is always to net one and and econet because simply because they're the biggest and most visible. But I don't know about the mega boost bundles. Is that uh, Ed? You are a uh, tell tell us a little aficionado to instruct to inform my decision on whether or not I should weigh in on or move to Telesa. Are the mega boost bundles worth it? And what are they anyway? Because I've never even considered asking. Aren't they just like fancy? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So uh, I, I am not exactly what you'd call a telesell aficionado. Uh, I've seen other people use it. Uh, well, I used it back in the day when, I don't know, it was shining or it felt like it was shining. But yeah, like that was my first line. So some sentiment goes to it in that regard. Uh, but yeah, the Mega Boost bundles are basically just um, content bundles, just like uh, one fusion. Or tele or Econet social media bundle. So you have your you have your normal data a little bit, and you have some social media bundled into it. So some bit of WhatsApp data, some bit of Facebook data, and and a bit of calls and SMSs, I guess. So yeah, that's uh let's make a boost. Valentine, are you now? <laughs> to speak. Like this was your question, and then you just go silent. I wanted the awkward silence because I know it annoys you. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, this guy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, so price-wise, um, actually, let me look up the, the prices for the Mega Boost bundles. So I don't seem like a. Hmm. Can't find them. Oh, I found them. Found them. Found them. Okay. So for 50 bucks, you get 10 minutes on net, you get 30 SMSs, 30 megabytes for WhatsApp, 20 megabytes for Facebook, 15 data for 48 hours. Uh, not really one that appeals to me because I need something that's like far and extensive. So the middle one is 220 where you get 30 minutes on net, uh, 10 minutes off net, 100 SMSs, 100 megabytes WhatsApp, 100 megabytes Facebook, 100 megabytes data for 30 days. Okay, that sounds interesting, but how does that compare to NetOne's um, uh, Fusion bundles? Where are you, my favorite bundles? Oh, my former favorite bundles, OneFusion. So OneFusion Lite, uh, 250, 30 days, you get 15 minutes on net, five minutes off net, 180 megabytes data, 90 megabytes WhatsApp, and five SMSs. Okay, so let's compare that to the... Um, that's the that's that's the entry point. One Fusion Light is their entry point bundle, which kind of again now builds the image in my head that Telus was kind of pushing more for the low end user than NetOne. Uh, NetOne is pretty much for if you want this, it's going to cost you a lot of money. So the entry level for NetOne, which is the One Fusion, starts at two fifty, and the Mega Boost starts at fifty, but with with varying prices. So 
if you're looking to get into a number of, if you use a number of platforms, like minimal usage, then probably the Mega Boost 50 is good for you. Again, we'd have never known this unless we actually looked at the numbers. See, tell us also yeah. what's value to it. I'm rooting for you. So let's look at the, so since <laughs> the could, One Fusion Lite. It doesn't have a One Fusion Mega Boost equivalent. They have, but they have the I social media model. Don't you get the ones on Instagram? Ah, yeah. But those are like says useless. So why why are you even talking about it? Yeah, uh, but they're not they're not like the One Fusions because those then have like other stuff like SMS, um, proper data, voice. Whereas this yeah. is just two particular social media three really. Um, yeah. So going back to the middle level, which is where one one fusion started, the one fusion lives, the 220 uh Telesol Mega Boost gives you 30 minutes on net, 10 minutes off net, 100 SMSs, 100 megabytes WhatsApp, 100 megabytes Facebook, 100 megabytes data, and 30 days. That is better than, in my opinion, than NetOne's entry option because you get 15 minutes on net, five minutes off net, 180 megabytes, 180 megabytes of data. Whereas if you're a Facebook user, you get 100 megs for your Facebook and 100 megabytes data. Oh yeah, WhatsApp. Mm. And then WhatsApp 100 megabytes. So if you want this sort of bundle package, the Megaboost bundles might actually be worth it <laughs> because it's cheaper by 30 bucks, the, the, the 220 to the 250, the One Fusion Lite. And the most expensive, strange here, yeah, that the One Fusion Premium um, is going for 800 and one second. Lost my spot on the page. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lost my spot? Oh, there you go. It's going for 800 bucks. But the most expensive Mega Boost is 830. So, how do they compare? But then Mega Boost is looking good because you get 150 um, for the Mega Boost on net, and you're getting 80 minutes on net for net one. But then again, who do you know on Telesol who you're going to use on net? Off network, it's, <laughs> it's 40 for. Nice. This is not nice. <laughs> but it's true. For, 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 for net 44 telesol, but you get 60 off net for um, for net one. And then five minutes international calls, which is pretty interesting. That's a nice addition and it's cheaper. One gigabyte of data, 360 for WhatsApp. This is for uh, One Fusion and 30 SMSs. So for Mega Boost, you get 400 megabytes of WhatsApp. So that's 40 megabytes more than you're getting on, on net one. You're getting 400 megabytes for Facebook, and 400 megabytes data for 30. So you've got a nice stratified, nice, nice broken up, uh, staggered like thing with enough data for each of the apps you want to use if you're a Facebook user. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I think the, the mega boosts work if you're going low end. The 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and 220. If you're doing low end stuff, it, I think it's fine. If you're, if you're a low end user and you just want, you know, just basic functionality and low data. Um, I think it's great. Uh, yeah. But if you're high end, probably might as well go uh, one fusion, especially on the more expensive packages because you get just a little bit more and there are more people on, on net one than they are on on um, on Telesol. So you, you can use those 25 minutes to great effect in comparison to the Megapools bundles. So I will jump on to Telesol to try out the low end stuff to see like is it actually value for money for you know um, it'll be a low usage line so this is for someone who's just basically using it for WhatsApp and Facebook and uh, and just data uh, I think I started the hundred dollar one which is fifteen on net 
five or five sixty SMSs, which I'll never use because we use SMSs anymore. Sixty megabytes, uh, WhatsApp, forty megabytes, Facebook, thirty megabytes data for thirty days. That'll be an interesting package to go to. So I will keep you updated on that. To see how well. But tell us, I was not without without its virtue. That's what I'm saying. Mm, yeah, you've sort of um, convinced me to consider looking at Telefon. The only thing is coverage for me. Um, but that, that is why, yeah, yeah, sounds like something to definitely look at. Um, can I take us on a, a bit of a tangent? Okay. Not really a tangent, but uh, it, it is related do, to bundles. Do, it's related to bundles. Uh, is this whole idea of um, I, nah, I don't think it's a, yeah, no. Do it, no, do it, do it. We're here for it, we're here no. for it. It's essentially about uh, why, not why, but like a petition to get other bundles outside of WhatsApp and Facebook. So you're looking at your telegrams and you're looking at your signals. I think it's high time we got those. Um, but then I guess the issue is, um, is the demand there uh, but they're like, hey, you've got society bundles. And <laughs> says their product. how many people? <laughs> yeah, there's that bias, but yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, Ed, I'm hogging the mic for a bit here. <laughs> I'm sorry. But the one point I want to put here is for the for the mobile network operators, especially Telesol, if you want to get people on your side, get a telegram or signal bundle. Like, show that you're willing to, to step it up and people will probably come. I don't know what the technicalities are behind getting the bundle, but just try and do it and see what people will do. Because if you're offering something that the other networks are not, you're either going to force them to do it or you're going to get a, a shift in the market. Because again, that WhatsApp privacy policy is taking effect, is it 15th of May or somewhere around that time? Um, so mm. again, the issue is still there. It's just been, the, can, the can has been kicked down the road. So probably best if, if Telesol especially says, you know what, we're, we're going to do a signal on Telegram bundle um, or, or bundle up your your messaging apps into one. So, for example, what they have right now is on their WhatsApp bundle. Um, you can have a daily WhatsApp, Telegram, and uh, signal bundle. So it just depends which app you use. So if mm -hmm. you use all three, fair enough, you get all three, but you get a set amount of data for all of them. So these are basically your apps. This is the data you get for all of them. Use them how you want to use it. So since there are no heavy Telegram users, as far as I go, in, in, in my encounters with people, they use it basically as an auxiliary messaging platform. So you can literally buy the $26.70 megabyte for WhatsApp, Telegram, and um, and Signal, for example. It's just under one bracket. So you choose how you want to use it. You can use it for all three or, you know, for one, one, specific, one specifically. That just, again shows the customers you're willing to offer that convenience. So in the event that people don't want to do the whole WhatsApp privacy policy stuff, you can then just simply, you know, tell us what's got your back when it comes to um, to the other the other messaging platforms. I see to the mic finally after like hours of talking. Oh, oh so so you're <laughs> saying, Kuti, it's a message platform agnostic bundle, sort of. Pretty much. Um, so you get this message bundle and whichever messaging app you use will just consume that bundle. It's almost like a data bundle, but just for messaging apps. Yep. Um, and that spans WhatsApp, Facebook, Messenger, um, Signal, Telegram, and the likes. Oh, that's a very interesting concept. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about the technicalities. Concept. Like what you said. Uh, yeah, let's hear it, Ed. No bundles, just data bundles. I mean, so I'm... so it's... No, hold, hold up, hold <laughs> up. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, um, I think when it comes to when it comes to creating those like social media bundles, uh, some form of white listing of specific websites is done so that mm. you can only access that certain, uh, that certain site or that certain uh, chat app if you have that bundle that corresponds to it. So like having a universal chat app bundle or a universal messaging bundle I think that one is tricky because uh, I might decide, hey, I'm going to use Nimbus and Nimbus is not part of that list. So I'm like, ah, come on. So it can do, it can do, um, it can go a long way in like covering the common messaging platforms or the most popular ones. But the more obscure ones, I don't think it will. But hey, if there are any technical guys listening to this podcast, you can always reach out to us and tell us. But mm. the reason why I'm advocating for like just having data bundles and no social media bundles is social media bundles kind of stifle innovation. So you, the market is being forced to like something. It's not a matter of me freely using WhatsApp. It's because WhatsApp is the cheapest to use because there's a bundle for it. You know, so in the event that I want some features that are available on Telegram, I'm going to have to go out of my way to this expensive route so that I can consume, uh, I can enjoy those features that are in an alternative messaging app, for example. And that goes, that debate kind of trickles down to uh, local startups as well. There might be a local startup trying to develop a chat app that's best suited for Zim, but no one's gonna go onto it because, hey, there is no bundle for it. Or for example, TechZim makes the TechZim Market app and this TechZim Market app is a lot of cool stuff like buying your DSTV, buying your airtime, shameless plug and whatnot, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I, I had to make it shameless, but like there's no bundle for it. So no one's, so the rate at which people download it locally is going to be tricky. But if everyone just had data, then people would gravitate to what is actually popular and not what is made popular because it's cheaper. It, um, to, to interject, uh, I understand what you're saying that, you know, it should be data bundles, like only, like, you know, but with the way people, with the way people use certain apps, some people are heavy users of other apps. So there is a utility for stuff like um, data bundles. I think what the process should be is that whole all-inclusive messaging app bundle. So if MNOs mm. would look at things differently and say, listen, you can come, if you're a local, okay, let's say we start from the baseline. Besides I said, there's no other local messaging service that I know. So ignore, my, uh, forgive my ignorance on that. So Telegram, Signal, and WhatsApp, right? Those are the three big mm -hmm. uh, messaging apps. Let's, let's put those under one bracket. It's one bundle, right? If a local guy develops his own messaging app, right? And wants people to use it, then you go to the MNOs, and there should be a facility for this for Potrise and the the mobile network operators to say, oh no, there's a facility for you to register your um 
your, your messaging service to be part of the bundle or whitelist it, but it has to go through these following procedures for it to happen. So for example, if mm. Faro makes uh, uh, Ruru Chat, which is a chat platform for developers, then we get, Rufara has to go to Potrise, show them the working concept, how it works, um, the security features on it, and then they test it out for themselves to see if, you know, whatever. And then they put it out to them and I was like, oh guys, listen, this has been cleared and it works, whitelisting it and putting it on the market. If there's a facility like that, under the bundle bracket, that would be awesome. Because now people who don't use the, um, the Facebooks and whatever, don't get their data like uh, sucked up by other apps. Because like, I remember when I had to tell, was it my mom or my cousin, when they're like, I know my data's finishing quick. I'm like, no, shut, shut off some of the mobile, uh, shut off some of the access to the to mobile data some of the apps have. Because I'm sure when your phone comes, everything is pretty much open to, to data unless it's got a prompt that tells you. So that whole process of going to select which apps to use, I think was kind of helped by the data bundle because you just know I'm buying this. I don't have to think twice. It's going straight to my messaging apps. So for the local innovator, it's not that bundles are bad. It's just the procedure to get whitelisted is the problem. So if they can make a facility to get people on, to get their apps whitelisted, then that would be great. I don't know if that makes sense, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so mm -hmm. I like, so I like the the point that you bring there, the utility aspect of it when it comes to managing your data, because yeah, it does matter, especially for a person who just says, "Hey, the only reason I'm buying data is so that I can communicate. Um, I don't need it for anything else. I am not surfing for anything or whatever." Then it does make sense for them to just have a data. A, a, con a social media bundle that just does one specific thing um and on on the on the part about an all-inclusive messaging bundle um if it can be i think if they can pull it off like if it can happen if the technical bits of it allow it to exist i think it's better especially for including other as well as the processes of including at the local guys that might have an idea of a certain chat app that they wanna that they wanna push out, like just having that present, I think uh, I think if that works out well enough, then yeah, I could buy it just a little bit. <laughs> the skeptic. He sounds skeptical. Yeah, he does. Data. We want data. Yeah. So for me, I do. I do agree with what Valentine said. Um, I think that's a, that's a really cool concept. And if they take it up, that would be, um, that would be cool. So what did I want to say? Uh, so for me, it's particularly because of that issue that Valentine mentioned there could be, um, you might be a heavy user of other apps that then finish up your data bundle, but you still want to be able to have like a social, Media bundle for WhatsApp and other stuff. So, but like, I have a question. I have a question. Mm -hmm. uh, and this one is on uh, content on what? Yes, content bundles. So, One Fusion and Mega Boost. So, I still remember the days when I was a heavy user of One Fusion. I always had this issue where I'm not really big on calling as well as texting. So, calls and texts would always just expire without me using them. And that kind of would, it would frustrate me because that would be some amount, an X amount of value that I paid for, that I'm just letting it slide. And I still remember suggesting that can't they have a, like 
a sliding scale of things where I can choose to have a bit more of a certain part of that bundle and a bit less of a certain part of that bundle. So maybe instead of having all these minutes of calling and these heaps of SMSs, I have more data or, or something like that. Um, so mm-hmm. like, what are, what are your thoughts on, on that? Well, I, 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 I don't, I, I guess it's because they're just trying to make a general bundle uh, because now it might mean they have one which does not have any SMSs, but it has a little bit more data. Then they need to make another one for another type of user who uh, uses more calls than data. So they paid up uh, more calls and reduce the data. So I think that's why it's like that, because uh, you might end up getting stuff that you never use. If you're a really core person or a really data-focused person, then they have the, um, the data bundles, the private Wi-Fi's and stuff, which are just purely, purely data. Uh, so I do get that. I've been in those situations too, but to me, it made sense to be like, ah, okay. Um, it's a general bundle that should cater for at least everyone um, in some way. Okay. Uh, I don't know. For me, it's... Uh... So let me get let me get this right. Oh, what you said before I kind of blanked out there. You said you can you need a slider to choose which one you want more of or less of, right? Yeah, like to just tweak the so you can put in X amount of dollars, and then you then adjust the slider so that you get whatever it is that you really want that fits within the amount that you've set. Okay, um, I think that's great. Um, I think setting sliders is probably the, the, the best thing to do for, for, for consumers because you then get a bespoke experience. So someone has like an individual experience of what they want. Maybe they use, you know, data more, they use calls more, or, you know, they can factor it out and then get an, ex- an exchange rate of sort of, you know, if you're going to exchange SMSs to put them into data, this is the equivalent value and et cetera. That, I think that'll be cool. Um, the only thing I would add to that is probably something that is pretty much overkill which would be like, if you do end up with more call time, for example, or more, well, in air time, for example, you can then revert that back into dollars, which you can then buy more stuff with. Because then again, it's it's something you've bought already. So you should be able to, convert. So for example, if you're using NetOne as an example, uh, if I get the OneFusion um, package and I don't use my, let's say the 20 minutes of, 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 of off net or on net call time that I had, uh, I should be allowed to get the equivalent of that 20 minutes in dollars back either in one money or in airtime and then be able to use it for something else. That's the only addition I'll make to, to Ed's plan so that the value remains with the with the customer. I know this sounds crazy, but I don't know. I don't know what y'all feel about that. Yeah, I think it I think it works because airtime is pretty much money. So <laughs> it's tradable. So even if you have bought like... Um, you have bought value from these guys. Uh, it it should be possible to just get that value back. The product it is that you bought because it's not a perishable thing. Like minutes are not perishable. They can just subtract them from your account and add them back into the system and give you the change. So yeah, they must. Like so that was my whole argument. I walked back at an article about. Um, uh, why? Because in, in in Lesotho, you can do the WhatsApp 
do oh, sorry you can do airtime to ecogation you can back to airtime sort of transaction which is not available here so it's like wait why, why can't we do that because that's smart like if, if you if you buy too much because i remember calling uh Econet customer services and it's like yo can i revert airtime back into ecogation like i know you have to find someone to sell it or something i was like ah, but like it's still money like you can put a charge on it fair enough but it's still money why don't you just let me revert it back to something i can use for something else so i guess mobile network operators mobile money operators should kind of look into this because i mean if you, if, you, if you attach a charge to it if it's it, it then just generates money for you i don't know how much if that if the money generated from that will be worth the investment of whole operation of conversion but of putting up a facility to make the conversion happen but i think it's something that is worth looking into especially now when uh you know people are looking for more value in the products they have and especially for uh, mm MNOs like Telesol Net One, who are way behind Econet. These are the kind of things in my mind. I don't want to sound like you know an omniscient creature or you know something that knows all, but I'm just a suggestion that you're so behind. You're behind Econet in terms of um, subscriber count. The only way to eat away at that is to offer more convenience than the biggest um, uh, mobile mobile network operator in the country. So if you put a facility like that, that yeah, you can receive airtime from someone, someone can buy you airtime and you just shift that back into your one money. I'd like that. Because I, I might have an, I've, I use my net one line daily, but someone might not use their net one line at all. But the value of that money still, the they might even forget about that, uh, the, the airtime they were sent and then it just expires. So giving people that option to send it back, kind of like, yeah, it's still money, it's still something usable. It's not a perishable. I also think an extension to that as well. Oh man, this is going to be a wild tangent, but oh well. It's an good. extension to <laughs> an extension to that is there are a lot of guys that like buy airtime for a certain network, then they then figure out that they wanted it for another network. So mm. uh, selling well, like transferring airtime across networks. I think that is that is another one I would add there. Uh, I, I really doubt they'll do it, but if they can, and even like you say, attach a certain fee to it, I think people wouldn't mind because like probably I'm a net one user. I just decide eh, today I'm going to buy myself a thousand dollars worth of airtime. And then a significant other just says, hey, uh, I don't have a bundle. So I'll highlight you later in their own econet. You know, I would want to be able to just send them my net one airtime and it arrives to them as econet airtime uh, and they'll stay online sounds cool like uh is it would it be called interruptibility of networks or something like that because that'll be awesome yes it must we can we can yeah we can pull strings so that it it's it's that <laughs> mm, no awkward silence valentine no not about um so yeah, um, cool stuff, guys. Um, it was, well, I hope no one still has a lingering thought because yeah, this is me wrapping up, I guess. Um, oh, silence means not, not nothing. Uh, so yeah, um, thank you guys for joining and for the conversation. And thank you for everyone who has been listening until the next space episode that we have. We should really do that space podcast. Space before pizza? We yep. need the podcast first then space. <laughs> Oof. You bring a very interesting proposition. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye 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 everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>